Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, Solving Your Parenting Dilemmas One Question at a Time. Today's question comes from Brooke, who says, how do I best handle, quote, bad, unquote, words with younger children? My husband wants to have my children never be exposed to cursing at all. I view them as words with functional meaning beyond their use for disrespect. I want to educate my kids on these words, but my husband fears our kids may use them socially and be punished. Our kids are four and six. Brooke, I like this question because I think it's something that people deal with differently. I think it's one of those things that you can kind of go your own way. I would suggest to your husband that never exposing your kids to cursing at all would mean them moving to some sort of moon colony, I think. I'm just joking with your husband. But of course, I mean, there's no way that your kids are going to never be exposed to cursing. So this kind of comes down to where and how you want your kids to kind of hear this language, integrate this language into their life, etc. For cursing, I go to my mom's advice, which is I keep the parameters very tight so that when my kids go outside the parameters, they feel extremely thrilled and I'm not at all concerned about their behavior, meaning that we have a no cursing policy in our house and I am the only one who breaks it. I occasionally curse. And now that we're doing Zoom calls, some family members occasionally curse. But my kids have become kind of cursing squares. They're 12, 10, and 8. And um, they'll come running in yelling language whenever anyone uses even a vaguely naughty word. So my take is that I decided it's easier to just have a zero tolerance, no cursing in the house policy. And then now that I have a tween, like he now does this funny thing where he's like, mom, I'm really off. Like he kind of fills in like he curses, but he leaves a blank space instead of saying the word, which again for him is going a little outside the lines of being naughty. And for me, is like totally, totally fine. Now he doesn't know that. He thinks I'm like <gasps> outraged, but I'm not. So I think that this is also something that I know people who curse in front of their kids, curse words are part of their lives. And then they explain to them like, hey, in X, Y, and Z context, these words are not appropriate. And I think a lot of kids roll like that fine. Uh, there's kids at the preschools dropping F-bombs and the teachers just deal with it as it comes up. So I actually don't think this is something that you need to like rub your hands about at night and worry too much about. But you don't want a kid cursing in inappropriate spaces. 
So for me, I made the decision of like no cursing at all. And then I don't have to have the conversation about spaces and places. But I also think it's pretty valid to say, hey, you know, these are words we sometimes use when we're frustrated. These are words we sometimes use to express ourselves. But we don't say them at grandma's house, in church, at school, ever. And so for me, the path of least resistance is none at all. But if you want to find a little, you know, zhuzh in that and then tell your kids where and when they're allowed to use them, it's fine. One thing is your kids will bring these words home. And so if you are upset by the idea of your kids cursing, which it sounds like you're not, but maybe someone who's listening is, then you've got to start to watch your reaction to it. So I would avoid when you hear curses in your house, really overreacting, right? This can be a huge jack in the box moment. A kid drops something, F-bomb comes out, and then you're like, we don't use that language, blah, 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 blah. And your kid has learned the lesson. I can make my mom very reactive and crazy by using this language. And I think that's something to be avoided. On the flip side, I think it is to be avoided. Isn't it funny when the three-year-old uses really inappropriate bad language in front of that three-year-old. I mean, I will occasionally share text with my sister about funny and inappropriate things our kids said, but I don't let them in on the fact that I think it's funny. And I think that's an important line to draw that like, if you're kind of too in on the joke of like, it's hilarious that you're using that language because you're three, four years old, you're going to really have to unravel that when they are going to school and cursing. And so I would stay away from that line really carefully. If you want to text your sister and be like, oh my gosh, you won't believe what the five-year-old said today. It really made me laugh. Great. But when your five-year-old does it, blank face it to them as much as you can. And I think this is actually one of those things that can be fairly easily controlled using a number of different methods. But I will say that language It can be an indicator as well of like a kid who does not feel in control and his and who is engaging in what we like to call boundary seeking behavior. So one thing that I would never allow in my house is foul language directed at me. And for me, that starts early with foul language, not at all. So I don't have to even get to that point. But I think if you're seeing a lot of cursing in your house from a kid you are having trouble controlling or a kid who is cursing at you, that is a kid who is looking for boundaries, who is feeling out of control and kind of wants to be shut down. Can be hard to do, can be a complicated effort, but I would advise if you're seeing the cursing get out of control, that that might be a sign that that's a kid who's out of control. And if you're having trouble controlling it, either tamp down on it and if you're controlling it, fine. But if you're finding yourself having a lot of trouble controlling it, then that might be a time to seek someone else to help you with a little bit of counseling or guidance on how to help this kid find the boundaries that they're searching for. Brooke, I hope that helps. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can send them to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com or ask them on our Facebook page or group, and you might hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, 
we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.